0: Hey, Ruben Report podcast listeners, just a quick reminder that my first book, Don't Burn This Book, Free Thinking in an Age of Unreason is now available for pre-order. In it, I show you guys how to navigate a world of outrage mobs, political polarization, and online censorship without totally losing your mind. Pre-order your copy now on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or go to DontBurnThisBook.com and order yours today. All right, we are live. <laughs> Had a couple technical difficulties this morning. This is our third live stream of the morning. Some audio issues. Uh, you know, everyone's kind of working on the fly these days. And all of these shows, whether you're watching, you know, a cable news host at home, or you're watching guys that have home studios that normally broadcast on YouTube, or the plethora of other things that people are doing right now. Everybody is just, you know, trying to like just rejigger the way they work and just, you know, shoestring things to make it all happen. So we had a couple audio issues this morning. It is possible that Clyde, who's sleeping right under the camera right now, might have actually unhooked something from our audio mixer. Anyway, Clyde, uh, it's all right. Um, But Clyde did do something else that I want to talk about first. Uh, So first things first, you guys may have seen this uh, on the Rubin Report community or on Twitter. I think we put it on Instagram as well. Um, on Friday, the first copies, 36 copies in three different boxes of Don't Burn This Book, my first book, arrived here. Uh, I've been writing this thing. I started writing it about a year ago right now. I finished in July, edited throughout the fall, and then it just takes a long time to get a book published. Then of course, I don't know if you've heard about this Corona thing. Uh, they wanted to delay the release. And I was like, no, we cannot delay it. We've got to move. We never know when these lockdowns are going to end, which is uh, what I'm going to talk about shortly. So the book is coming out on April 28th. Anyway, I was in here taping a show on Friday and we brought the boxes in and just left them by the front door. And Clyde literally ate... The first copy of "Don't Burn This Book." So this is the first copy. This is the top copy that was out. That was sitting in the first box. So we had three boxes. It was the first box, first copy. And Clyde ate through the box. And as you can see, ate some of the pages are actually stuck together. He ate this corner. So I posted this video of me talking to him after it. It got like four hundred thousand views or something. And a lot of people said you got to donate this thing to charity. So that is what we are going to do. We're going to figure out. Uh, the details on that. But don't burn this book, Clyde edition, the first copy, the first, first, first copy of this book will be uh, donated and auctioned off. 100% of the proceeds will go to charity. I think it will go to Animal Hope and Wellness, which is the name of the shelter that I adopted Clyde to, and 100% of the proceeds. We'll go there, as I said. So uh, we'll have some more details on that kind of stuff. All right, so real quick, I'm doing these direct messages every Monday and Wednesday at 8.45 a.m. Pacific, 11.45 a.m. Eastern. Uh, I took the weekend off the grid. As you guys know, I like to do every now and again. And, you know, in the last six weeks, while we've been dealing with this corona thing, it's like the weekend and the weekdays are all kind of blending into one thing. So I hadn't done it in a couple of weeks. And I've been doing these uh, movie viewings with the Ruben Report community and just generally been online more and Zooming with family and just doing all the stuff that you guys are doing. So I just felt it would be good to get a little reset this weekend. So I, I did get offline. I came back to see a whole bunch of crazy nonsense. So uh, first off, uh, we are now in lockdown here in los angeles it has been told to us by the powers that be uh that we will be locked down at least through may 15th now that is over a month from now and we've been doing this for what about five six weeks at this point um today is april 13th now if they're saying we're going to be in lockdown until may 15th realistically that means we don't just open the whole damn thing up on may 15th there'll be some sort of tiered uh, way out of this, meaning if you're young and healthy, maybe they'll let you out more, or they'll open up a certain type of business a little bit earlier, or whatever it is. But the point is, it's fairly obvious now that this thing's even going into June. So there is just a lot of weirdness, and you know, as I've been saying in the live streams, it's like we are all coming together. We're not looting. People are taking care of each other. People are taking care of neighbors. I think our our better angels are showing. Um, but after you know, two three months trapped in houses. And the economic strain and the personal strain, and people that are alone, or whatever it is like, are we going to suddenly see a spike in alcoholism, or suicides, or domestic violence? I mean, a million things that we really have to think about that aren't the things that mainstream media really thinks about. Like, we look at everything through the prism of basically, is the economy working? And the economy obviously is struggling, but basically, You know it's being sort of pieced together in some kind of sensible way, although you know the the unemployment numbers are are really awful. But I think the the part that's under all that is how we're actually dealing with this, and uh, that's what you know. When I talk to people in the Rubin Report community, or I look on Twitter or what's going on, it's like I think basically people have done a pretty good job so far. But you know, the longer this goes on, um, and you know, we got to hope that the supply chain continues and all that. It's like when do we have to sort of push back on some of the authoritarian stuff? So I wanted to read to you a couple, couple updates that were pretty crazy. So right now we have a shelter in place order here in Los Angeles till May 15th, and there the LA County health officials are warning us that the stay at home restrictions could remain into the summer, into the summer. Uh, face coverings are now mandatory whenever you go to an open establishment. Uh, essential businesses have to uh, provide their employees with face coverings. And if you violate the order, you can be charged with a misdemeanor, risking fines, or possibly even jail time. Now, in and of themselves, I'm not against these things for the public health, but we just have to be careful. It's like, you know, weeks go by, we, we, you know, now we're all gonna wear masks and another three weeks go by and we haven't left our house in two months. And then more time goes by and more businesses haven't reopened. And just, it's like, we we will eventually forget what life before this was like. I mean, that's one of the, the dangers of the internet and the way we get information is that things move so quickly that I'm, I'm really afraid that our collective, in the right sense of collective, our collective memory of what the world was. Remember when we used to go out? Any of you guys ever go to a movie or a bowling alley or a place like that where you or a bar where you'd have a drink with strangers? Um, we're going to start forgetting what some of that stuff is like. So I think we really have to Be careful here as the encroachment on what we can do, even if it's well-intentioned, right? That road to hell thing, it's usually paved with good intentions. We have to be really careful. There's a couple of really crazy stories out there, though. Michigan Governor Whitmer has banned residents from buying seeds or plants. You may have seen a couple of these uh, pictures that have gone viral where they literally have yellow tape up in front of giant stands of seeds in Michigan at stores. Now, you might want to plant seeds right now. You might wanna start a little garden right now. Uh, I've been telling you guys how we don't have a ton of space here in LA, like nobody really has a lot of property, Um, but we have tons now of pots and uh, planters and we're growing tomatoes and we're growing cucumbers and we're growing lettuce. And I've been telling you guys about this thing. If you have romaine lettuce in your house, you can cut the butt, you can cut the bottom of the romaine lettuce off, put that in like two inches of water put that in a windowsill where it's gonna get some light and new romaine will grow out of it. Like become a little more dependent on yourself and what you can grow. Why in the world would the government come in and say you can't buy seeds? And now you might say, well, well, they need people to be shopping at restaurants and we need to help the economy in that way. Now, that may well be true, but that's the government has no right to stop people from being able to provide food for themselves and their family. That is deeply dangerous. There's also this thing, U.S. dairy farmers have been forced to dump up to 50% of milk as schools and restaurants close. It's like, okay, I understand the schools aren't open. Now we've got a lot of milk, but is there a better way? perhaps for us to get that milk out there. Like people do need milk right now. So maybe we can figure out a better way to deal with that than just dumping the milk. Uh, Oh, this was a, this was a beauty out of Canada. Trudeau, you've really got your eye on the ball, man. Uh, Canada, the Canadian armed forces will require all personnel to stop using gendered pronouns. We're in a pandemic. Justin, have you, have you heard we're in a pandemic, worldwide pandemic, major problem, economy's crashing? Have you heard about that? Yeah, apparently uh, that's not very important to Justin. I'm pretending he's over there. Uh, yeah, he is working on uh, gendered pronouns in the military. That's really important right now. I mean, the stupidity, everyone knows. I mean, I've been saying this for weeks now. One of the One of the few silver linings that we've got on this thing on this coronavirus pandemic, is that the nonsense of social justice and intersectionality has been crumbling because everyone realizes when the shit hits the fan, when there's real problems, that the imaginary problems of gender pronouns and the rest of this drivel is meaningless. So why is Canada using this time to push something like that? Good luck up there. That's all I have to say to you guys. Uh, There's a beautiful viral video you guys got to see of an Italian man daring daring to run on the beach and they've been told they can't run on the beach and he's taking a nice little jog and then you see the cop running, trying to chase him and he's gonna get him. He's gonna stop that man from running on the beach, which is probably the freaking safest place he could do. It's the f- safest thing he could do. It's a, it's a completely abandoned beach. And then of course the cop tries to get him and then the guy just runs off faster because he's faster than the cop. It's like these little moments of freedom, let's not forget these things. I'm not saying everyone has to disobey the law or should disobey the law. But, like, you're allowed to take a walk. You're allowed to take a jog. Uh, God, it's crazy. Um, Oh, and here's one from the UK. Uh, People who drive to the beach or have a picnic could be fined up to 960 pounds, I believe that is, or even arrested. I mean, guys, let's just really, really let's let some calmer heads prevail. And I think one of the things I was thinking about it over the weekend, actually. One of the things that I'm going to try to do is that in a time like this, what happens is everyone starts looking for answers everywhere. And and again, we start forgetting ourselves. We start forgetting, I think, what makes us uniquely American in this context, that we really love freedom and liberty here. And we don't want the government always telling us what to do. Now, there are times when the government has to do more. And this is one of those times. Um, But I think I'm going to try to err on the side of protecting liberty a little bit. It doesn't mean I will be completely right all the time about it, but we're going to have so many voices that will always, oh, whatever the government can do, just more and more authoritarian voices. I'm going to err the the other way a little bit, because I think we're going to need a little bit more of that right now, because that's going to be the minority voice right now, right? Like, oh, guys, maybe we shouldn't be snitching on each other. You shouldn't be getting a reward for telling somebody that you your saw your neighbor walking his dog without a mask or just the rest of it. It's like, we really got to be careful about this stuff. Um, okay, I want to get to your questions, but I do want to bring up one other, uh, one other tweet that I saw when I got back on the grid this morning. Um, Brian Stelter, who is the CNN host of the most ironically named show in television history called Reliable Sources, which if they would just change the name to Unreliable Sources would be uh, quite perfect. Um, he had a tweet that uh, sources had told him, and you know, whenever they say sources, they're just making it up or it's their imaginary friend or just any coworker. I mean, it's meaningless. They've destroyed journalism. The journalists have destroyed journalism. Uh, But he said that sources have told him basically that Trump is leaving most of this up to the governors. And then he wrote, let that sink in. And that sounds very scary. My God, the federal government isn't doing anything. We're going to leave it up to the governors. Let that sink in this is craziness. Uh, Brian Stelter, if you're watching this, um, and I know you know who I am, uh, you should try to read something called the U.S. Constitution. I've actually got a copy of it on on the wall in our control room. I'd be happy to send one over to you. Uh, And in that, most things uh, in the United States are supposed to be done by the states. Now, not everything can be done by the states, and viruses don't care about borders, right? So they could jump across. But what you want to do is let the states have as much control over their populations as possible because not every state has the same needs, right? So New York, for example, doesn't have the same needs as Montana. And you want those governors to deal with their own populations as they were elected to uh, the best way possible. Then the federal government can come in, sort of oversee it, make sure where we have to move federal resources, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so you have, a, you have a serious confusion as to what the U.S. Constitution is. But these types of things that the media does, for uh, an anonymous source, and governors are going to do things—it's all just scary, scary nonsense. And and it's and it's the reverse of how we're supposed to be governed. By the way, as we watch the media continue to implode by their own doing, unfortunately, right? Again, every time I talk about this, I couch this in the idea that we wish the media was better than it was, right? Like I really genuinely wish that. I wish the New York Times was not a steaming pile of trash. And yet it is. Uh, This weekend, again, they ran cover for Joe Biden, despite the fact that he has a woman now uh, claiming that she, uh, she was sexually assaulted by him and I believe she's filing criminal charges, and they basically wrote this puff piece that then the internet rose up, as often now we are doing, and then they slightly retracted it. They deleted a tweet. It's like they do this nonsense a a million times over, and those of us, including me, that have been in that, like been the targets of some of it, and then they retract things. It's like you guys aren't journalists anymore. You are uh, uh, printed, apparently, on the paper that the New York Times has always been printed on, right? You're, you're all the news that's fit to print, but it's not all the news that's fit to print. It's all the propaganda that's fit to print or all the news that fits our narrative that's fit to print. Um, or you just ignore stories that should be talked about if they don't fit your narrative or the rest of it. So we're, guys, we're fighting like multiple fires right now. And the important thing is to just kind of keep our heads throughout that because we've got encroaching uh, government saying you can't buy seeds. I mean, really just stop for one second and think about that. Let's say you got a little land. You got a pot. You got, you got one pot. You got a coffee mug and you put a little soil in a coffee mug. Now you walk over to the store and you walk in that store and you say, I want to plant a uh, tomato plant. I've got two ninety nine. dollars I want to plant a tomato pan, plant or seeds. 99 cents. I want to throw a couple seeds in there and see what happens. Nope. You can't do that. Just really try to think that through the level of insanity that we're all dealing with right now. And then the lockdowns continue and continue and continue. And it's like, we got to figure this stuff out, guys. We really got to figure it out. Um, All right. Point being, I'm trying to keep these things somewhat short because I don't want to overload you guys uh, because I don't think you need to be on information overload during all this. Everything being equal. Uh, let's keep trying to help each other. Let's keep trying to fix some of the problems here. Oh, and I wanted to get to a couple of your questions. Uh, favorite Seinfeld episode. I like when people give me things that are about uh, Corona all the time. Uh, favorite Seinfeld episode. I would say that's the shrinkage episode. It's just perfect from top to bottom, like absolutely, absolutely perfect. Why do you think the MSM, the mainstream media has pushed this crisis so hard? I mean, there's there's many reasons, but I think clicks and ads and just general, like general chaos is good for business. I'm sort of in the reverse business of that, right? Like I'm not interested in that for clicks. So, but that's, that's what they're sort of interested in. And we'll try one other here. Um, let's see, uh, where's the first place you're going when the quarantine is lifted? Oh, great question. Where's the first place I'm going when the quarantine is lifted? You know, we've been doing, uh, a great, Job of cooking around here, as you guys, for those of you, especially that are in the Ruben Report community, which you can join at rubenreport.com. We're posting all sorts of recipes. We've actually laid out a weekly menu that we're doing, and uh, I'm grilling like a crazy person, and I'm smoking stuff and all that kind of stuff. But I would love to go, like, even when you make a great steak at home, like I'm looking forward to like going to just a great steakhouse and ordering just like the craziest. If I can get like a wagyu something, you know, just like an amazing porterhouse or something or a tomahawk ribeye, one of those, just like, and then just like being out with people again. And I can't wait to get on tour once the book is sold. So reminder guys, uh, this version of Don't Burn This Book, the Clyde edition will be auctioned off. We're gonna figure it out and 100% of the proceeds will go to charity. If you haven't got the book yet, you can go to don'tburnthisbook.com and get your copy. They will be delivered to you on April 28th. And uh, join us at rubenreport.com. That's where I take questions. You got ad-free podcasts and video and you get early access to stuff and all that good stuff. Thank you, have a great day. Stay sane and safe, everybody. Hey guys, just a quick reminder that the Ruben Report community is officially here. This is the first project of my new tech company, locals.com and you can get ad-free video, ad-free audio podcast. You can communicate with me. You can communicate with other fans. We've got a news feed that has no algorithmic manipulation. There's no shadow banning or de-boosting or the rest of it. We're gonna be building out these communities for all sorts of creators over the next coming months. But right now, you can sign up at rubenreport.com or you can download the Ruben Report app in the Apple App Store or on Google Play.